The following podcast was part of the Cortez Currents broadcast on Cortez Radio, CKTZ 89.5 FM, Saturday, September 12, 2020. COVID's impact on the local tourism sector has been devastating. While there was a rush of visitors in August, Kristen Soder, Executive Director of Destination Campbell River, says it will not be enough to carry some businesses through the winter. However, some businesses are faring better than others. Bill Dugan, the manager of Gorge Harbor Marina on Cortez Island, said the marina's sales are 68.2% of last year's, which is slightly above the goal they set after COVID hit. He explained, There were more boats than normal, and now we are experiencing long-term guests, eight liveaboards, who are fleeing major population centers, Vancouver, Nanaimo, Victoria. We have demand for long-term winter campers now, since holidays to the south have been wiped out for the most. As regard the late summer uptake, Dugan added, Our peak was, and always has been, August, long weekend. It's impossible for me to speak about local volumes, I will know by mid-October. From what Soder says, Gorge Harbor may be benefiting from two advantages. Firstly, a number of cooped-up British Columbians have taken to the water, and most local marinas have benefited. Also, rural areas like Cortez Island are viewed as exotic destinations on the domestic tourist market. Of course, there's always a third asset, which everyone on Cortez is aware of, Gorge Harbor has a general store, and large numbers of local residents who would normally make the trek into Campbell River for groceries are now staying home. Eric Hargrave, the manager of Cortez Island's Natural Food Co-op, wrote that business has been good. We were expecting a drop of 30% from last year for the summer, but July was only 10% down, and August down 8%. We were quite busy in the spring because of the pandemic, so that we're in a healthy financial position now at the end of the summer. We're really glad for that because the world at large has become unpredictable, which makes planning difficult. We know that we've started a giant recession, but we don't know what that means for our island yet. The pandemic has shifted the way people shop. It's really hard to tell. As with the spring, People are making fewer trips to the store, but buying a lot more on each trip. Our average shopping basket went from $21 to $40 in the spring, and it's still $31 for the summer. Those are actually quite remarkable numbers. This seems to be true for both the locals and the tourists, so we can't tell just by looking at the number of customers. Also, based on anecdotal information, Many people with second homes have decided to stay year-round, and many people who came to visit early in the summer have also decided to stay permanently. My guess would be that we're still seeing about 75% of the tourists that we would have seen normally, and the other 25% is lacking because Hollyhock is closed, and there are no big public or private events, such as Cortez Day or private weddings. I asked... Are they still coming? He replied, Yes, the tourists are definitely still coming. 
with such beautiful weather, why not? The demographic has changed, as it normally does in September. We're seeing fewer families with young children and more couples who are presumably retired. There are still plenty of campers, boaters, and kayakers here. I know that other tourist communities, like Tofino, are booked through October, and don't expect any respite until then. I doubt this will happen to the same extent for us, but it does look like an extended season. I asked, when was the peak? He answered, the peak was definitely the August long weekend. During July, it felt like we could handle the number of people reasonably. Once the long weekend came, though, it was, it was just like a normal summer. No matter how many staff we had, it wouldn't be enough. It has slowly tapered off since then, but it felt just like normal for a week or so. The residents of many small communities started shopping locally rather than making the trek into Campbell River. Kirsten Soder from Destination Campbell River said, The summer was good, but couldn't make up for what was lost in the spring, and what we are anticipating will be lost over the winter. The most recent hard data available is from the first six months of 2020, at which point Campbell River's accommodation sector had already taken a 32% hit compared to last year. Compared to last year, Sauter explained, This is slightly better than Vancouver Island overall, which experienced a 39% decrease. She described the pandemic as arguably the most challenging scenario that the tourist industry has ever faced. Marine tours were particularly hard hit because they rely on international travelers. In some cases, 70% of their businesses dried up. Those that were able to offer domestic tours made back a portion of that gap, but certainly not enough to cover the loss of international tourists. She was not surprised when I mentioned that some marine adventure operators are reporting losses of up to 85%. Sectors not normally associated with tourism, like independent book and clothing stores, experienced heavy losses. The sport fishing industry was already suffering because of government regulations, but was able to refocus domestically and has turned out to be one of the most resilient sectors. Soder said there is a good story when we talk about accommodation. Many are reporting they're operating at maximum capacity. Granted, maximum capacity is not 100% this year because housekeeping costs to meet the new COVID protocols have increased significantly. Campbell River hotels and motels have fared much better than those in larger urban centres like Victoria or Vancouver, which rely so much on conferences and business travel. She added, I'm hesitant to be overly optimistic, knowing that this week kids go back to school and people are concerned about the rising number of, of COVID cases. None of this bodes well for tourism. One advantage that the Campbell River area enjoys is strong partnerships within the Strathcona Regional District. Soder explained, We've been able to leverage additional funds that will help with the regional recovery and we're focusing on new content that will have real impact as we go into future years. Still, she expects Campbell River's accommodation industry 
to experience a 20% drop in occupancies this fall. Communities like Tassis, Gold River, Sayward, Quadra Island and Cortez Island have conflicting views about tourism. While some residents rely on tourist dollars, others prefer a quieter lifestyle. Soder added, the rural area representatives in the Strathcona Regional District have chosen to opt out of the regional tourism program. As a result, we've been very careful not to promote Quadra or Cortez as an option unless we've been specifically approached by a stakeholder in our organization that operates on Cortez or Quadra. Eric Hardgrave wrote that Cortez Island Natural Food Co-op is still experiencing an increased number of local customers. That could be just because the island population has risen. It seems that some locals were staying away because the store was busy with tourists. So we'll have to see if and when they come back. And this is only true for the store. The cafe has relied almost exclusively on tourists for the summer season. At least 70% of our cafe business came from tourists. And this does not bode well for the winter. The industry expects at least 40% of restaurants to go out of business by the end of the year, and we don't want our cafe to be one of them. So we're looking at a transformation in the coming months to a more sustainable model. In regard to Gorge Harbor Marina, Bill Dugan said, I expect increased sales all winter due to the fact that most people will not be leaving for the winter, as per usual, and I expect year-round tourism this winter.